Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello everyone, Dusty here. It is episode 157 of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. Hope everyone is having a wonderful week. Um, this week has been interesting uh, for a lot of different reasons. Well, for me personally, first off, just want to let you guys know um, that uh, my wife and I, as you guys know, are expecting our second child anytime. Uh, and so I did not schedule an interview to go live this week for that reason, because I knew things were going to be crazy. But actually, because of what's going on in the YouTube news and some changes that YouTube has made, as you can probably tell from the title of this episode, it really worked out because now we can really dive in and discuss the things that I think need to be discussed. Um, and so with that being said, I do want to thank first off TubeBuddy for allowing me to do this show each and every week. They're the primary sponsor. If you don't know what TubeBuddy is, click the link in the description of the show notes of this podcast. You can go check out their browser plugin or their Apple or Google app. And I promise you guys, you will not regret it. All right. So uh, I do want to recognize a couple of people over on Patreon. Um, we got a $1 pledge from Ryan. We've got a pledge from Matt L. We got a pledge from Ken M. Middleton. We've got a pledge from KCast. We've got a pledge from Jose S. We've got so many new patrons coming on. And if you want to become a patron and support the show, click the Patreon link in the description of this podcast. And for as little as a dollar and as much as 45 bucks a month, you can support the show, get free access to the creator discord channel where you can talk YouTube all throughout the week. And for higher you know, tiers of support, you could even go all the way up to get a 30 minute Skype call with me every single month. Now, I am going to cap that at 12 people. I never thought I would reach that cap, but we have nine people who are currently in that tier. Uh, and I can only feasibly do 12 a month. And so that's something that I want to cap at 12. So if that's something that interests you, please get on that because I would encourage you that we have a bunch of people kind of wanting to do that. And I'm so ecstatic that that is the case. All right, so let's go ahead and backtrack just a little bit to kind of get, get us to the point to where we are now. Um, about, I don't know, a week and a half, two weeks ago, um, there was maybe even not even two weeks, maybe about a week and a half ago. I'm, I'm kind of going to lead you guys up to exactly what happened. Um, there was a copyright strike put on, put against, uh, uh, from the verge, which is a very big tech website, um, to a YouTube channel called Bitwit, which is a, uh, a very, a computer based technology based YouTube channel. Um, I have never spoken with, uh, the, the, the person behind Bitwit, but from all counts of, of what I hear, and I, I consume his content on a weekly basis because I love that kind of stuff. He seems like a pretty pretty cool guy. And so, uh, once that happened, uh, the the kind of the, the bowling pins started falling or tumbling down. So the Verge went out and uh, put a strike against his channel. Which, if you don't know, the previous version of the system that will revoke live streaming privileges for ninety days. Now, for a lot of channels who are trying to get into streaming like I am, that is a big, big thing. Because if you're not able to stream for 90 days, man, that really puts a, a damper on things you're trying to do. And for the first strike, and a lot of times you weren't really getting that much information as to why the strike was put against you. Now, in this case, Bitwit did a parody video of one of the videos that The Verge did uh, a few months back on how to put together a PC. I'm not going to get into the logistics of all of that. If you want to see or find out more about that, you can look it up. It's all over the internet. The storm has already kind of subsided, but you can still find the details and information on all of that good stuff. So once this happened, 
things were kind of raised to the YouTube's attention because Bitwit is a very large channel um, and uh, multiple other large creators were flagging this as to why this happened. Um, because The Verge had quoted many times before that the copyright system on YouTube is completely messed up and that you know people were using it to sabotage creators and they were using it for this and that reason. And because of this, they were kind of being a little hypocritical because now they had, they had claimed against another creator to do the same thing they were going against. Now, I'm not going to take sides here, okay? Bitwit, The Verge, whatever. You probably like one or the other or both. It doesn't really matter to me. I'm just telling you how we got to the point to where we are now. Then, this past Sunday morning, um, February, whatever the date was, it was a few days ago, today's Wednesday, um, two very large and prominent gaming or Pokemon-centric YouTube channels, I think it was Mystic7 and Trainer Tips, both channels are very great, very high production quality, seem like very, very nice people. Um, they, their, their channels were completely terminated. So what had happened is, once you get three strikes in the, in the old system, there was no warning, there was nothing, your channel would just be terminated, wiped from the face of the earth. When you went to the channel URL of these specific channels, after Sunday morning, they were gone. So these creators woke up to, uh, I mean, to, to say the least, the majority of their livelihood just gone in an instant. So again, this speaks upon the fact of don't put all of your eggs in one basket. I know I preach that a lot, but realistically, guys, it's so true. If you're building your whole business or your whole brand on one platform, you are doing it wrong. And within an instant, you can be removed. Now, this is funny that I'm doing this episode right now because I woke up with a privacy complaint with one of my tutorials. And so I've been doing some research on the privacy policies of YouTube, and honestly, I don't think I violated them, but I went ahead and blurred out the, the, the area that was in question. Again, that's another topic for another day, but it's funny how all of this is kind of coming to light right now. I encourage you, and I'm doing this episode because I want you to know that this is real, your channel could be at risk, and if there is ever a doubt as to the content you're creating, or the the, the content, or the footage, or the stuff, the, the music that you're using, I encourage you to vow on the side of being safe as opposed to being sorry. And that's for most things in life, right? I mean, you want to take risk, but when it comes to this and your channel could be at risk, I encourage you to go uh, on the other side. Now, let's talk about the blog that came out a couple of days ago. So on the YouTube Creator blog, they titled this Making Our Strikes System Clear and Consistent, right? Like this is what YouTubers have been asking for for a long time. Because what would happen is, and I've gotten a couple of strikes myself, and the the emails are very vague, they're hard to find, they come from a weird email, and so YouTube is trying to kind of clear this up. And so with that being said, they say, we're updating the way we give out community guidelines. Also, before I go into this, you need to understand the difference between a copyright claim and a copyright strike. The copyright strikes are the three strikes you're out system. Now with the new system that we're about to talk about, there's going to be a warning, yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. But with the claim system, all that's doing is you saying, hey, someone has claimed this content that it's actually theirs. They're going to start making the ad revenue on it. This doesn't affect your channel. But hey, listen, you probably shouldn't be doing this. But again, they're just going to claim it. They're going to get the ad revenue. You're not, yada, yada. That's a claim. You can get three, four, five. It doesn't matter. Claims, you can get as many of them. You don't want to get them, but, but there is no three strikes you're out system with a claim. Now, a strike, that's going to be the one that leads to the termination of your YouTube channel. Now, a lot of times people will use strikes to try to sabotage creators and try to get at people that they just don't like. And that's kind of what YouTube's trying to 
get away from. So it says, so we're introducing more opportunities for everyone to understand our policies. It says more opportunities to learn YouTube's policies. I will link to this blog post down below. It says that we want to give you even more opportunities to learn about our policies. All of this is starting on February 25th. So as of the recording of this episode, okay, that I'm recording right now on February 20th, all of this is going into place in five days, okay? So all channels will receive a one-time warning the first time they post content that crosses the line. When they get, basically, when they get a, a copyright strike, after February 25th, they will get a warning. The email will be clear. The notification on your YouTube channel will be concise and clear as to why you're getting this strike because a lot of the, 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 the backlash on all of this stuff is that honestly, as a creator, it's really difficult to understand or know why you're getting a strike. Okay? So the statistics show on YouTube that 94% of people who receive a first strike never get a second one. So most people learn their lesson if they're smart. 94% of people are smart. So they're going to give you a warning. Now, along with this new warning, they're expanding the resources available in their help center. So all of these docs and things like that over on the YouTube site and things like that, the creator studio, whatever, all of that's going to be more detailed, more in-depth to let you know the differences so you know what's happening to your channel. Now, they go on to say they want consistent strikes across all of YouTube. So they're making the penalty for violating the guidelines the same wherever it happens. So most strikes result from videos or guidelines. It covers all content on YouTube, including stories, thumbnails, okay, that's important, links to other websites included in a video's description, or the, info, the information card, the info card. All of that can have a strike placed on your account, okay? So previously, all of the strikes didn't have the same penalty. The first strike was a 90-day freeze on live streaming. Second strike would result in a two-week freeze in uploads. That was huge. And a third strike, termination of the entire YouTube channel. Now, there is going to be a first-time warning, then the first strike. Now, there's a little bit of confusion in this. Once you get a first strike, <clears throat> okay, once you get a first strike after the warning and it clears off your channel, the next time you will not receive a warning. Now, the strike will expire after 90 days. So after three months, the strike expires, but the warning will not. You only get one warning. So it's basically like they're adding one more strike. So you get four strikes against your channel and you're out. That's basically what they're doing now. Hopefully I made this very clear to understand. Now, in conclusion, I will say this. I think this is nothing but a positive change. The more communication YouTube can do between creator and YouTube, the better. We want transparency. We want to know why in the world we're getting flagged for certain things. We want to know what exactly about that video was wrong. I remember my first and only community strike. It was a complete detriment to me. It made me stop uploading for months. It was so frustrating. It was a video I made about downloading a piece of software, okay? And YouTube didn't like it. They didn't tell me what it was. I ended up talking to my YouTube contact. I got a little more vision as to what the problem was. But at the end of the day, it was still very vague as to why my channel was being penalized. We want to know as creators, we don't mind following the rules. But what we do mind is not knowing the rules that we broke. That is what YouTube is trying to shore up. I want to encourage you guys to go back and re-listen to this episode if you need to. I want to encourage you to always use music, video, imaging that you, the creator, own yourself. And if you don't own it, get the permission and the right 
uh, make sure you, you, you source that as well. Thank you guys. As always, I am so looking forward to the future of this podcast. I'm so looking forward to all of the interviews that I have lined up. I've got some amazing men and women that are creators that, that just that blow my mind for the next month or two and beyond that. So if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast. Really would appreciate it. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review if you like the video, the, the, the video, what? The podcast. And I will see you guys in the next episode. You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show, as well as support us on Patreon for great perks, such as having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.